To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, where is Transport at, where Transpower at with trying to restore power to much of the North Island, especially, of course, Hawke's Bay and Gisborne? Patrick Smelly from Business Desk is with us on this. Hi, Patrick. Hi, Heather. Right, what's the update? Uh, well, I think uh, we won't know until tomorrow how or whether Hawke's Bay in particular uh, and Gisborne can be reconnected. I mean, it's a pretty extraordinary set of circumstances, though, isn't it, that, that there's probably a bit over 200,000 people who at the moment don't have electricity uh, because of one single piece of, of uh, kit substation at a place called Redcliffe uh, has been flooded. Uh, there are there are a bunch of different ways that this could be fixed. Um, one way to do it would be to effectively isolate that region and feed um, power from the Waikaramoana and Furunaki uh, hydroelectric and diesel generators uh, into into the area and actually just basically make a little island, mm-hmm. which takes it outside of the national grid. It becomes its own little uh, area. That's probably the second options for kind of the the, the more difficult thing to do. Uh, the other thing that that's it's hard to explain, but there's a lot of flexibility in the way these wires are all um, put together, and there are ways in which it's possible potentially to bypass the Redcliffe um, substation altogether. But until somebody can go inside that substation and work out what's happened, it's unlikely that 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 solution will be, be able to be properly examined. And it seems that at the moment, anyway, because the damn thing's underwater, it's just a matter of waiting. The likelihood is that when you get in there, there will be something that can be done physically uh, and reasonably swiftly, hopefully, um, to to restore power. But there's kind of no immediate easy fix uh, to a situation like this. And because there are a number of different ways that it could be fixed, uh, it's just going to be a matter of, I mean, I know people who are in this situation are not going to be feeling patient, but uh, the reality is that electricity system is it, it is an interconnected system which all um, you know it's full of bits which can kill you uh, and so you can't just go piling in there and and, uh, and sort of joining a few bits and pieces together it's actually quite a complicated situation to be in I think one of the things that they will have to think about afterwards is uh, moving that substation somewhere a bit to a higher ground it was yeah. actually built in the 1970s. Uh, it was deliberately placed at a low-lying place because for a bunch of environmental and aesthetic reasons. It's never been a problem until now, but it is a problem now. Patrick, uh, how, far, it, how far underwater is it? I, I, I actually don't know the answer to that. I'm, I'm sorry. But no, that's uh, okay. What the, the, uh, the advice today was we've got a helicopter that can go and look at this thing as soon as it's safe to fly out there. Second There's question. No way to get to it. The alternative, which is to try and, and, and source power from... Alternative alternative sources. I mean, how how realistic is that? How long would that take? Well, well the uh, the electricity generation capacity is there, um, possibly yeah. not enough to run all the industrial load that happens in Hawkes Bay and Angus. And this is a terrible time for this to be happening because obviously it's a, it's harvest time. There's a lot of food processing going on, or would normally be going on. So that that may go by the board anyway, or some of it. Uh, but you know, the, the hydro schemes in Waikaramoana, the Furunaki power station, which actually also is surrounded by flood water and no one can get into right at the moment, but, you know, give it a day or two and that'll, that'll subside. That's enough. It's just a matter of connecting it, connecting the wires in such a way that you could um, 
power the the area. So it's a, I mean I'm trying to think of a, of a decent analogy, but uh, it's almost like a spider's web, and there are bits that you can cut out of the web um, and still be able to feed electricity to all the necessary places. The difficulty is that if you can't get to those bits of the web that you want to cut out mm. uh, for a day or two. There's not very much you can do about that. It's going to be diesel generators, uh, which is, I'm sure, what the hospital is using. There are diesel generators running at the Napier port. Um, the port believes that it has uh, sufficient capacity to be able to continue to, to meet its um, you know, operational needs for, for a few days. Uh, but that's really the kind of options that, that, that exist at the moment. If you're, if, you're, if you're connected to the grid, you've got to wait for the grid to be fixed. Jeez, Patrick, thank you for running us through that. Patrick Smelly of Business Desk. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.